Amen. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Jack was uh, just a real friend, but me and my, we didn't know him until we started his church. I, uh, well, yeah, I got to know him. I went. I had a school bus that we went and picked up children on, and his little daughter. She just a little thing then, and I, I went by and knocked on their door, asked them could she ride the bus come Sunday school, and they said. After they talked with me a while, they said she could, and that's how they got to coming, uh, come to church. But in 1985, he had a brand new Cadillac he just brought, and he had a brand new 85 Ford truck he just bought, and he pulled up out in front of the church and said, Preacher, how would you like to have my truck? I said, Oh, yeah, right. And uh, so we went on home. He pulled down the driveway and handed me a key to him. <laughs> brand new truck and I've never gotten over that but he, he was just not just giving me the truck he was just a good friend but uh, he was also uh, he helped me watch over his church and visit and, and serve the Lord him and his wife both they sang, she sang in the choir they taught Sunday school they just faithful Christians all these years and I do thank God for them and if you would please uh, Revelation chapter 3. Revelation chapter 3. I'm again reading verse 14. Revelation 3 verse 14. <clears throat> and unto the angel of the church of Laodicea write, These things saith the Amen, faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot, I would thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eye say that thou mayest see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my Father in his throne. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Father, we ask you to bless the reading and studying of thy word tonight. Now in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I was reading over this uh, today and studying last night, and, and I was, uh, I'm always blessed at this. Behold, I stand at the door and knock, verse 20. If any man hear my voice. So there's no excuse for nobody not getting saved. Amen. The Bible makes it very plain that anybody can get saved. It wants to be saved. Uh, but verse 20 uh, is very important. That's part of the verse that I am interested in today. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And I read that and I began to think about Christ himself. 
Who's that standing at that door? Amen? It's Christ Himself. I believe five things here tells us what kind of Christ is that. This one who stands at our heart's door is a faithful Christ. For instance, I thank God that Jesus Christ is faithful. Amen? I tell people this all the time when I'm trying to lead somebody to the Lord. Uh, I can lie to you. I'm a man. Amen? And any man can lie to you. But I know one thing. God will never lie to you. And Jesus Christ is faithful. You might not can count on me all the time. I might not can count on you all the time. But there's one in this world that you can count on all the time. And that's the Lord Jesus because He is faithful. And He'll be there when you need Him. He'll be there in a time of trouble. Second Timothy 2.13 says, If we believe not, yet He abideth faithful. He cannot deny Himself. Hebrews 2.17 Wherefore, in all things it behooved Him to be made like unto His brethren, that He might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. Now, because Jesus is faithful, then you can take verses like John 3, 3, Very, very I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You can believe that then. You can believe that you've got to be born again to go to heaven. When Jesus said in John 3, 36, He that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. You can believe that. Amen. And just as the heaven is real then to the believer, hell is a real uh, to the unbeliever. The Christ who stands at the heart's door then, number one, is faithful. Number two, he is patient. Isaiah 48, verse 9. For my name's sake will I defer mine anger, and for my praise will I refrain for thee, that I cut thee not off. Now, most people that know me know that I don't have any patience. I get on my knees and I pray for something. I'm looking for it now. Amen. I just am. That's just the way I always have been. And when I want something, I want it now. I despise having to put down on something and they say, we'll deliver it to your house in two weeks. I don't want it in two weeks. I want it now. Amen. And that's the reason that I don't like this shopping online and stuff. I like to go in the store and buy it and pick it up and go home. My wife laughs at me because I, when I go to the grocery store, I got me a list of stuff. I go in and get it and get out. I don't shop all over the store and look around. I want, I want to get out of here. I don't have patience. But did you ever notice no, well, verse 20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. That's patience. Standing there knocking, waiting for somebody to answer. That's patience. Second Peter 3, 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men can slackness, but is long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. I thank God He was patient with me. Amen. He waited 26 years for me to get saved. Think about that. But He finally saved my soul and when I came to Him. And time and time again, Jesus came knocking at my door. I remember when I was going with my wife. As a, uh, we went by a church one time, and I love guitar music and that kind of music. And we passed the door, and there's a, a guy sitting on the steps of the church inside, small church, and there's a little congregation. But it, as I went by that church, I could hear the music playing. And I backed up, and I said, man, Let's go in there and see what that's like. 
and I remember him singing the songs. I remember him singing some things, and and the heart and the Lord tugged at my heart at that time. That was a long time before I got saved. I think of all the opportunities that God gave me before I got saved to get saved, but I didn't. But then, at 26 years old, He saved my soul, and I think, thank God, He's long suffering. Amen. Thank God, He's patient. Uh, this Christ is also a loving Christ. John 3.16 And there's some doors we just don't want to knock on twice. Amen? There's some poor, vile, wretched sinners we just as soon leave alone. Me and my buddy, Corin Moblin, was visiting. We hadn't been saved long, but the pastor encouraged us to go out visit and knock on doors. And we was knocking on doors one time, and I never will forget it. We knocked on this man's door. And you could hear him coming in. Who is it? And I said, I'm, I'm Brother Strawn uh, from the church. And he started cussing us, coming down the aisle. Uh, I'm in the hallway of his house, come to the screen door and just spit at us because we were there bothering him. And I know if Cohen Mobley is saying something to me he shouldn't have said, and we walked away. And, but I think about this all there's a lot of doors I don't want to knock on twice amen but Jesus just keeps on knocking you think about that he don't give up he's a patient Christ and he, he loves us the th- fourth thing is he's a forgiving God 1 John 1 9 do you remember the woman who was caught in the very act of adultery and the mob about to stone her to death and Jesus stooped down and rode in the sand he that hath not sinned cast the first stone. Then when it was all gone, Jesus asked the woman, Where are thine accusers? They're gone. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn thee. Go sin no more. I thank God for forgiving Savior, don't you? I say this to everybody, and I do believe it with all my soul. I'm not interested in your past. I'm interested in right now. If you'll come to Jesus right now, He'll save your soul. Amen? And you don't have to tell no man all the troubles you've been into. You tell them to the Lord. Because He'll forgive you. He's a forgiving God. When Jesus forgives, I like this. It's gone. It's gone. He'll never look on it again. He's also an adequate Christ. He's able to meet every need of your life. We don't serve a dead Christ. We don't serve a problem powerless Savior. We serve a resurrected Christ, a living Christ, powerful, uh, matchless Savior. He's able to save us to the uttermost. He's able to keep us safe throughout all eternity. He's able to satisfy our soul. Uh, John 10, verses 27 through 30, plainly tells us these things. Now, if you're not saved, you thank God then when you uh, get saved. When you're saved, and thank God we have let Him in. Amen? I like this song. Softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling. Calling for you and for me. See on the portals, He's waiting and watching. Watching for you and me. Why should we tarry when Jesus is pleading? Pleading for you and me. Why should we linger and heed not His mercies? Mercies for you and me. Oh, for the wonderful love He has promised. Promised for you and me. Though we have sinned, He has mercy and pardon. Pardon for you and me. That's the Savior that knocks at the heart's door. 
if you go back and think about it when you got saved, where somebody was witnessing to you, where it was under a preacher, remember that heart throbbing when the Holy Spirit began to teach you, talk to you about whatever the preacher was preaching? That's that heart door. That's what he's knocking. He's standing at your heart door knocking and wants to come in. You ever done something wrong and you're sorry of it? He's that Christ is knocked on your heart door wants to forgive you. Amen? I love these portions of Scripture. One day when I see Jesus, I'll understand all this stuff. I don't understand it all now that He can forgive us over and over and still love us. But one day I'll see Him face to face. And then I can understand, huh? Glad I'm saved tonight, aren't you? Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight in Jesus' precious name. And we're so thankful, dear God, that we got a patient Christ that stands at our heart's door and waits on us, Lord, and wants to save our soul. Not only does He want to save our soul, but He wants to keep us whole, healthy, wealthy, and wise if we'd only listen to Him. Teach us to love You more, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight.